You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I'm currently setting up four new online stores. Yes, I know, glutton for punishment, but... What I wanted to share with you today is the common things that I need to consider for each of these brands. So let's jump straight in. So at the moment, I am putting together four new online stores. I know that seems like quite a few at once and there's a bit of juggling going on, but if you listen to the last episode, I've teamed up with Sarah from Glimmer Gear to bring out a new brand called Visible Runner Co. And it's the Australian stockist for Provis, which is high visibility running clothing and accessories. So basically bringing that brand over from the UK and setting up its own online store. The other one is I'm helping my stepdaughter Taylor with the Lolly Isle, which is an online lolly store with subscription boxes. Uh, needless to say, those of you who know me that know I have a very sweet tooth, this one is going to be very hard not to eat all the profits uh, that I've been told I'm not allowed to eat any of the stock. So I guess I'm going to be spending a bit of money here from this store. Hopefully I'll get a pickup discount. That one we've done from the very scratch. So we're actually creating the products, not the actual lollies themselves, but the mixes and what we're going to be selling and the packaging, everything. It's been quite an adventure for us, a really good learning curve for Taylor. And tomorrow we're building some props for the video content. So some very exciting times coming up with that one. Also very exciting is with one of my besties, I'm creating a fashion label something that I never thought I would do. I, uh, if those of you who follow me on Instagram, my fashion's a little bit different to what most people would think of with a fashion. I kind of just wear what I want when I want and don't really know if it's in style or not. Usually it's not, it's just very bright colors, but that's what our brand is going to be all about. So stay tuned for that one. And then lucky last, my husband is a wood turner and he's now taken his little hobby to starting to create things to sell and it's Parkinson Wood Co., And I'm going to be setting up an online store for him as well. So four totally different businesses. But one thing that they all have in common is there's lots of things that I need to do when setting up a brand. So what I thought I'd do today is just run you through some of those things. If you are looking to set up your own online store, some food for thought, some things that you can think about. And, you know, the barriers to entry with setting up an online store these days, it's so easy and achievable for everyone. So I just wanted to take you through some of the options that you've got some of the things that I'm using and some of the things you could be using too. And what I do want is if you are listening and you've got a question or something that you would love for me to talk about on the podcast, I would really love it if you could head to Instagram at unstoppableecom and just shoot me a DM. Let me know what you would like me to discuss on the podcast or what question you might have. And if I do answer your question on a podcast episode, there'll be a little surprise heading in the mailbox your way to say thanks. So do send me through some inspiration. It's always great to know that what I'm talking about is something that you'd actually like to hear. Well, hopefully this one's good for those of you who are looking to start up your own online store. So the very first thing to consider is that there are actually a whole range of different e-commerce business models. There is drop shipping. Now, drop shipping is where you take somebody else's product, you have a website to sell it. That's where your duties end. So you're basically 
quite often it's being drop shipped from China or somewhere far away. So you don't really have a lot of control over how quickly it gets to your customers. Generally why stay away from this option. Don't work with drop shippers in um, unstoppable e-commerce because mainly you don't have any control over the customer service. You don't know how that parcel is going to go out. You don't know how it's going to arrive. You don't know what the quality is going to be like, but it is an option out there. So drop shipping, basically you organize once it goes through that the product goes from the supplier straight to your customer. Now it can be done in better ways. You know, you can have local drop shipping, things like that, uh, where you can have a little bit more control. So it could be an option for you, but it's not sort of one of the business models that I've taken on. Next, there's print on demand. So you'll see these days you can print just about anything on just about anything. T-shirt seems to be the big one or clothing, but you know, coffee mugs, mouse pads, anything you can think of, you can print a design on. If you think about, you know, all the things you could get a logo on, you can print other designs on as well. So print on demand, I have done one of these businesses before. I was a t-shirt startup that my husband wanted to have a go at. And you can do this very easily on Shopify. There's a plugin that you can use. And what it does is you design all the designs that are going to go on these clothing. You pick which clothes they're going to go into, and then you put a mock-up on your website. And what happens is when they order, that order goes straight off to the person that's printing the t-shirt for you. So you're not buying any stock, which is the great part of this business. You can set it up with a very minimal budget and it prints the t-shirt. And then once again, it's similar to drop shipping in that it just gets sent out directly from the person who's printing. So the downside to this is we're talking digital printing because it's once off. Screen printing lasts a lot longer, but there's minimum quantities that you need for screen printing. So when you are doing digital printing onto clothing, eventually, you know, that design's going to wear off. It's not designed for the longevity, whereas screen printing will generally last the design as long as the t-shirt will. So there's that downside. Also, we had no control, as I mentioned before, of what was going out. So it was going out in like a clear plastic, not really on brand. I like to you know, get away from plastic and everything that I can. It also went out, you know, in the ugly black shipping bags and things like that. So there are ways that you can get started with that. And it's a great starting point. If you just want to see if your designs, you know, are sellable and if people will buy them, great place to start print on demand. And if you Google print on demand t-shirts, Australia, or wherever you are, there'll be lots of options available. The next is wholesaling other people's products. So, you know, if you walk into a department store, they've got a lot of other different products available from different suppliers, little nice boutiques and things like that. Quite often they're selling other people's or you can have your own product. So this is where you've actually gone to market, created something, or you plan to create something to sell. Once you've decided if you're going to sell your own product or if you're going to have other people's products, there's different ways that you can go about actually selling that. So especially if it's your own product, you can sell via a marketplace such as Etsy or Amazon or eBay, or you can sell via your own website. So I use Shopify. The main differences is if you're just wanting to sell a commodity, you want to get it out there, kind of compete on price, put out the product, or if you're really wanting to create a brand where you can have control over your community, over the people that are buying and also get that data. So you're actually getting the names and emails and everything that the people that are buying from you. And you're able to communicate them with them beyond the sale, but also before the sale, if they're opting into your email list and things like that. So Etsy, Amazon, eBay, the one thing they have in common is there's lots of competing sellers on there. And quite often people might find your product because you've linked them to their from maybe social media or something. But then on the sidebar or underneath will be like, oh, you might also like this. And it's sending them straight to your competitor. So it's really not the place to be if you're wanting to set up a brand with loyal followers 
people will generally not just look at one seller. If they're looking at something on Etsy, even if they went there from you, they're then going to discover other people's options. So they're always going to have that oh, shiny object syndrome where they can sort of go away and look at other people's things and they may or may not come back to your site. Amazon is huge for this. They're always recommending other people's products. So you really are sort of putting yourself out there in a competitive marketplace. Whereas if you can have your own website, then once people go there, you know, there's a lot less distractions and it's all about getting people to sell, to buy from you. So when it comes to having your own website, which you might've figured is what I recommend, I recommend Shopify. Now there are lots of different platforms that you can use to create a website these days. However, Shopify is very user-friendly and it is a very robust platform that will grow with you. It starts from just $29 a month. And from that, you know, there's lots of free themes you can use. So you don't have to buy a paid theme, although they have lots of beautiful ones. You can then drag and drop, create your own website and you're responsible for the updates. So you don't have to pay someone to update every time you want to make a change. You can obviously get someone to build your Shopify website. There are definitely lots of website developers that use Shopify. However, you can choose to do it yourself and it is quite user-friendly to do so. The other great thing about Shopify is it will grow. So if you end up a global brand, you don't need to switch and move your website to something else. You can just change your Shopify plan to one that sells overseas and accepts global currencies and things like that. So definitely a great platform for whatever size business you have. So once you've decided on your business model and you know how you're going to be selling, there's a few little basic business things that you're going to need, such as a name. Now, this one my husband hates when I'm starting yet another business and we have to spitball names again. He always says, no, I'm not helping. But then, of course, he has to put in his two cents worth and give ideas. So there's been a lot of naming going around. The lolly business took us a really long time to name, whereas the fashion label I actually named really quickly. So the main things to consider when you're choosing a name is is the domain name available. So that's the URL that your website's going to go on to. And you want your country one and your .com. So ideally you want to be able to get, you know, your business name.com and your business name.com.au. And then what you can do is if somebody doesn't put .au, it will just redirect from the .com to your .com.au website. Or if you're selling globally, you can redirect the .com.au to the .com website. Either way, if they type in the wrong thing, they'll end up on the right website. The other thing you want is for your social media handles to be available across all the platforms. So it's great if you can get the same username on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok so that people aren't having to know all your different usernames. Then I also recommend when you're thinking of a name that you get one that communicates what you sell, unless you have a really big budget for brand recognition. So if you think of labels like Nike, Apple, Google, none of those tell you what they sell, but what they all have in common is really big marketing budgets, right? So we know what they sell because they've told us over and over and over again. They're always out in the media. They're always advertising and marketing their businesses. So we know. Whereas if you're just starting out and you haven't got this huge budget for brand recognition, I recommend a name that tells people what it is that you sell. So for instance, the Lolly Isle, it's pretty obvious that we're selling lollies. Visible Runner Co., visible running clothing, like they're things that, yes, they might need to have a, you know, a closer look, but there's some communication in those names that tells people what we're selling. Once you've got your name, and that will probably take you the longest out of all things to come up with, then there's your branding. So branding is so important with a business and you can start with branding and then update it later on. So don't let it hold you back. You don't have to go out and spend thousands to start a brand, but you do want to consider the colors that you're using, the fonts that you're using, and your logo, 
And do they represent what you're trying to achieve with your business? Do they represent the customer avatar or the customer that you're actually selling to? So if you're selling, you know, baby clothing to, you know, unisex baby clothes, your colors might be very neutral. You might have sort of your light tops and your whites. If you're selling very feminine products, there might be pink in there. If you're selling very masculine products, you know, and these are very gender stereotypical, but just trying to communicate that your colors will will actually, you know, play a big part in communicating your brand as well. So you want to at least consider that they are going to be absorbed by your target market and are they going to actually connect with those colors those fonts and your logo now your logo you can check out i did a blog last week around all different ways you can create your logo on any budget from free through to paid so there are lots of different ways you can get a logo created if you're just starting out next obviously there's your products so we've talked a little bit about your business model but when it comes to creating products i know so many brands that have come to me and they've gone karen I came out with this amazing product. My garage is full of it. Help me sell it. And the problem is before they chose all these other things and made all these other decisions and decided who their target market was and actually got people to say, yes, I want to buy it, they went out and bought all the stock. So what you want to think about is actually starting to build your audience before you even create your product. So you can use things like social media to start creating this audience of people around your product. And then you can pre-sell before you buy your stock. So you're basically putting up a mock-up if it's not, if you don't have a physical, you know, one already made, or you just get like some samples made and you go, this is what I'm asking if you'd like to buy. Don't just tell me you will, because people will say they will and then they won't when it comes time to part with their money. So you physically take their money for this product with a realistic lead time of how long it's actually going to get take to get that to them very common to pre-sell things, especially when you're starting out. So don't be afraid to do this. And it will save you a lot of heartache if you find that actually this is not what people want and they're not going to buy it. So always pre-selling first. So we're pre-selling, we're building our audience. I recommend Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as sort of the three main social media platforms these days for launching a brand. You don't have to go across all three. Figure out where your audience is hanging out. And I've mentioned this a few times, but it's so important that you know who your target audience is. Not everyone will be your target audience. You need to really niche down to who that is. And then some tools that I use in each one of these businesses. It's Shopify to build the website, Klaviyo to collect emails and to do all my email marketing, which is super important for an e-commerce business. So this is sending out things like automations when they sign up to my list, when they place an order, but also broadcasts. So emailing people on a regular basis. I then use Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and sometimes Pinterest as well. So different platforms for different audiences, but I'm also creating content that I can just post across all three rather than different content for every platform. I'm just resizing, repurposing, using smaller snippets, things like that, so that I can use that content more than once. So lots of different things for you to think about if you are starting up your own brand. I just wanted to run through a few things that I'm doing and some tools that I'm using, and hopefully this has given you a little bit of food for thought if you are looking at bringing out your own e-commerce store. I highly recommend that you give it a go. If you're sitting back and you're just kind of paralyzed by not sure what to do first or not sure where to go, I highly recommend just getting some skin in the game, just doing it. Do things smart, so pre-sell, things like that, so you're not investing a lot of money until you know that there's a need for your product, but just give it a go. There's no harm in trying. 
And if you do want some help to get everything set up and going from the get-go, we have our Ecom Foundations program. It's a very affordable program and it helps you every step of the way from deciding on a business name to setting up your branding right through to how to build your Shopify website. And you can find that on the website and I'll link to it in the show notes as well, unstoppableecom.com. So if you are deciding to set up your own brand, let me know, jump on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and follow your journey. We also have a free group for online store owners, unstoppable e-commerce entrepreneurs on Facebook, and it's full of other people that you can ask suggestions and ideas from, and they'll give you feedback. And it's a really supportive group. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Do let me know what you'd like me to chat about next week, and I'll see you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to keep up to date with all that's happening in e-commerce marketing, free website audits, latest tips, and hang out with some other pretty cool people, be sure to check out my free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs. I'll see you on the inside.